0: The show that takes you home. The Homestretch with Sterling Holmes on ESPN Kansas City. 1510 AM, 94.5 FM and the ESPN Kansas City Facebook page. A show that is two thumbs up. The Homestretch right here, ESPN Kansas City. Yes, it's a Tuesday. Who cares? It's a Briscoe Tuesday. That's right. We're jamming, baby. It's Party Oof. time. Sorry, I just got. Your I, I just got DFA'd. No, I just got uh, DFA'd. I just yeah. oh, the cash Royals considerations. You. Yeah, the, the Royals, Royals want me. You. You're gonna get yeah.
1: some cash considerations, and I will uh, see you fools and never.
0: Uh, Bye. Quite frankly, it's weird. I never would have thought it, but now that the Royals are where they're at, I think Dylan, Briscoe, myself have a legitimate chance of being picked up.
1: Yeah, I mean, at least, like, somewhere in the in the depth of the system, right? I mean, I'm not saying we get the call straight to the major leagues, but I, I certainly feel like a firefly, you know? I could be a river bandit. I think those are things I'm capable of doing. Mm. Could I be a storm chaser? No, they, they would absolutely, you know— Demolish me Of course so would Everyone in single A And double A And low A and when,
0: when you said You could be a fo- uh, River baseball. bandit uh, River bandit My original Bandit Bandit B-A-N-D-I-T my That Ritz? word's on my head
1: Right now I yeah, think yeah, if you need it Phonetically is, yeah. okay. Bandit I forgot my, that was up there
0: uh, My thought process was He's not talking baseball He's just talking about What he wants to be Because you would be A very good river bandit I think so too Right um, Like you're like a, Oh by the way I think there's a possum Living in my uh, shed Which I thought you might Find fascinating I'd love to help yeah. If you uh if
1: you let me let me tell you, in it your terrified shed, me. Yeah, in your yeah, shed
0: in my shed, I went to get my lawnmower out today and I saw <laughs> two eyes looking back at me. And let's say that I was the more startled of the yep. the two of us, yep, that's how that uh, works. When you pull out your lawnmower out of your shed, a mm-hmm. lot of times, you don't expect to see two eyes, no. in the dark glaring at you. Uh, yeah, they were Did you verify that it was definitely a possum Or you it, saw eyes and backed out it, No, I got my lawnmower I got. I, I had to mow the lawn Sure, right You know how to get that thing looking tight Right, of course getting crisp. You keep, you I keep, keep that that my lettuce, lettuce tight. tight So I got that out of there uh, then it ran into a box that okay. apparently is in my shed. Definitely a possum, though. Uh, well, what what are other possum looking entities? Well, no, I'm just because if you were just saying like it's not you a saw, raccoon.
1: right? If you just saw like eyes in the no, corner, no, no, it no, could have no. it could have been a cat or a
0: raccoon or something. No, other no, thing, no, this but... was a, uh, a a trash bandit for Fantastic. sure. Fantastic. Um, so I'm assuming a possum. I know it wasn't a raccoon. Yeah, I know it's it's not a cat or a dog. Sure. Uh, I believe that you know what possums look like. I yeah. just wasn't sure how much of it you saw. Yeah, no, no, I, I got a good old, good old glimpse That's great. at uh at this bad boy. Yeah, it, it sure enough was this little screaming Oh you got a little animal. No, not a picture, but you got the little yeah. you're showing me a good one. What Google else image. looks yeah, yeah, like yeah.
1: possums? Anything? Not I mean, it depends. I mean, there's, there's, you know, various sort of fluffy varmints, but possums are pretty special. And I'll go ahead and, you know, I, I think you know this already. Um, You're big we're, possum. We're on this. We're on the same page, and, being at least pro possum, generally speaking.
0: Um, I never said I was pro possum.
1: We saw a possum together.
0: Yeah, no, and we had a I, nice moment. I said, I'm, I. It sure was a possum. But I'm, I'm recollecting back
1: on the days when at your house. I think it was a. I think it was by your house actually. Right. I was driving. We were driving Oh, somewhere. yeah, we
0: did see a possum. I forgot yeah, so about that. Yeah, that's when I came that, over yeah. and saw your house. Yeah, you're right. So we saw that possum. It was a nice, exciting, good yeah. moment we were all we, having. We've had a lot of possum moments together. We, we have. Way too many pot. Like, normally you have maybe one possum moment with a guy. I've got dozens. We've, well, and you and I just... At least a I- couple. I- including today, Is we've had three. Three, I think? We've had three because your place, it. my place, and now <laughs> in my barn, my shed. <laughs> We're just a couple of possums cutting it up. Uh, uh, I will say again. I think. Oh, you... oh stop! Oh, news. Uh, yeah, news. The Royals just traded for the possum in my shed. <laughs> that would be a great acquisition. Salvador Perez for my for my possum shed. Great. My shed possum. Great locker room. Uh, I would have a possum shed. You would have
1: a shed possum. Mm-hmm. That's how that would work. Uh, but look, they're, they're great little backyard critters. They won't bother. You're not going to eat any of your produce or, you know, your, harm your pets or anything like that. They eat a bunch of bugs, especially ticks and dead stuff. So if there's dead stinky stuff and you go, oh, man, it sure is nice that there aren't
0: just, you know, dead birds littering the world. Possums are part of the reason why. Okay, hear me out. I had this convert. America's only native marsupial. This is really cool because I had a dead bird in my in my yard and I didn't know what to do. My fiance was like you got to take that out and I was like I don't want to touch this thing. Yep. That's a dead bird. I'm not yep. getting I'm not I'm not getting <laughs> some avian flu. Yep. Uh, I go I'll get it tomorrow. If it's still there, I will get it tomorrow. Smart. I, I think that I'm just going to start getting more possums, because the possum, that's the logical explanation, is it came out of my uh, shed barn, yep. Uh, possum shed, and nabbed this varmint that was is dead. The, have you seen the bird since, or did you look for oh, the No, 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 no. the next day, I, I go, I go, I go I'll, I'll pick it up, because I, I was like, I'll go out and pick okay. it up. So, and it was gone? It was gone. I go, Nat, come here. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. I, I really do think
1: that the odds there are that the possum probably cleaned that up for you, and they appreciated the little snack. You appreciated not having to pick up that dead bird. I... This is the thing that makes me, honestly, probably insufferable about the whole trash animal thing. Yeah, is that possums genuinely, and maybe I'm the the lunatic here. Yeah, which is usually, but it the could case. be for a different reason. That's You're true. Lunatic, yeah, possums are ge- like genuinely good for not only just like the environment kind of at large, but like they're good for the suburban environment where we don't necessarily want to clean up all of this stuff or don't worry about whatever's going on under the shed.
0: They just eat bugs. They don't get rabies. Their blood temperature's too low, I think, if I have all my facts straight on that. They, uh, if they, y- you had me swayed when you said they eat ticks. They eat ticks, baby. The first thing I thought was, I'm about to have a backyard oasis. I'm about to Airbnb out in my shed for possums. Yep, you should. Um, That's a great idea. Yeah, I mean, they'll start paying rent, but I start guess the out. rent right now is ticks and... Yeah, you eat
1: our ticks. You can stay in our shed. That's basically... Don't
0: eat the fertilizer and stuff in there because there is, obviously... Yeah, and I don't think that they... They would be tempted by that. Well, you said about dogs. Why is there? A, why are you going after a Lego? Yeah, there they do.
1: No, that's a good point. Yeah. I think I think possums have a pretty good sort of uh, radar for what they they can and can't eat. But I'm not 100 percent sure. really. Uh,
0: they have a better radar of what they can and can't eat than the Royals do of who they should to make and talk about baseball. I, it's just it's frustrating. Yeah, no, it's bad. It's it's brutal. It's really bad. Uh, like you see the Mariners trading Paul Seawald, who I, I made a joke yesterday that not many. Um, There's not many closers that throw 93 miles an hour, yet the Seattle Mariners have one. And, of course, he was traded for a very, very large return. Um, It was, what was it, two top 30 prospects and a um, utility man. Do you see he was currently penciling at first base for the Royals today? They traded their
1: most recent first base with Nicky Lopez to Press. We got a Salvi first base day. He he's done it the other day too. Subject subject to change. I just I'm I'm just seeing the, yeah. the lineup right now and looking at at who might not be where they are. Do you see the DH's today? I don't know. How often has uh, Duffy been uh, DHing? Because that's not sort of depressing.
0: Maybe Edward Olivares is
1: seen the lineup tonight. Left field. Oh, As bummer. of right now, that can change. No, that can change. Bummer. That can change. I've seen Lesky's tweet where he put out the lineup with asterisk subject to change without notice. Yeah. And I just thought that was
0: I thought that was funny. Yeah, the Royals really traded Nicky Lopez for a DFA guy. Yep. That's uh, pretty cool. Which, again, the only logical explanation is that means Nicky Lopez was their 40th guy on their 40-man roster because that's how you think about it. Pretty much, I mean... That's the logical the... conclusion here. And, I don't think... Uh, it's sad. I don't think any of the logical conclusions are very good. Pertain to the Royals? Because logic and the well, Royals... Well, I, I,
1: I have... I, We really have, like, you know, we just did four hours down there and we've been talking since and I'm poking around and, like... It, whatever the path is, point A to point B here, it is an egregiously difficult sell to say, no, yeah, we traded this guy who's played a lot of different roles for us and could have a spot on this team. And we, we've sent him to a World Series, if not favorite contender, but probably World Series, a World Series favorite, certainly. And uh, we did it for a guy we could have had for cash a week ago but our 40-man roster was just too chock-full. Now, today, they they trade for a pitcher from the Angels, right? Straight onto the 40-man. Yeah, They figured it out. And if huh. and if your swap was was Hearn for, for Lopez in the trade, yeah, you could have just DFA'd Nicky Lopez then. Yeah. It would have been kind of jarring, but you could have at least been honest about it if that's where you're yep. coming from, right, for whatever reason. Um, maybe it's given him a chance to go catch on somewhere. Who cares? But the the depressing thing is that
0: who there's cares no is
1: the dismount, and there's nothing. You, you got literally, I mean, like, I think almost literally no value for Nicky Lopez. He is my age.
0: He's a guy that— And I laugh because nobody wanted. I always say, I am not a prospect. It's yeah. a sad realization when you hit a certain age, you go, I am no longer a prospect. The Royals are traded for a guy my age. Yep, He is no longer a prospect. He's been the majors with a 5-plus ERA. Uh, there's enough Royals that can do that. Yep. Um, I guess the only thing I will say, if you want to look at this and say, hey, what do they see in Taylor Hearn? Well, they fixed Aurelius Chapman, who was a hard-throwing lefty. Mm-hmm. Taylor Hearn's a hard-throwing lefty. Not that, that hard-throwing, but hey. It, 99 was where he's top-down. Still down. hard. And yep. I would say that's where the comparison stopped. Yeah, fair. So I think that's right. Um, the- I will say, I really liked the Jose Quas trade. Yeah, it's great. I thought there was no chance that Jose Quas gets traded because it's Jose Quas who's they, they need to follow that format for every
1: single player not under contract beyond this year and many players who are under contract beyond this year.
0: Because I really liked Nelson Velasquez from the Cubs. Like He, he had been a top 30, top 16 prospect in their system at some point. I don't know where he landed this year. I was looking, and it was tough to find sometimes you look at these things— um, it was from, like, 2022 was the last I could find, so it's been a yeah. whole year. Because he
1: played, he played, like, 70-some games in the majors last yeah, year. And so and he might have not year. been on the
0: prospect lists anymore. So, yeah, I'm I, guessing he came off the list. I, I, know. I didn't know how that worked. Yeah. But, again, a guy who is a le- at least a live bat yep. who you know is, hey, maybe he's not a major leaguer, but let's try and see because I don't think Jose Quas was doing anything here. He no. was an MVP in double-A. Which gives you some, okay. So he's been crushing it at lower levels. He can hit the baseball very hard. Good it enough for me. Comes down to can he cut back on the strikeout numbers enough? Or even if he strikes out a ton, can his, when he does make contact, can he make something happen with it? Yeah. And uh, the words, uh, in, the, in the ilk of, A Jorge Soler. That's what I was going to say, too. I think he's the
1: comp, um, not just because of the teams involved or whatever, but you have a guy with power and strikeout issues and uh, is uh, younger-ish. He's like 24, right? Yeah. that's a win. All of that is all of that is good enough for me. Jose Cross was bringing nothing else in particular to this yeah. team. Even if you like him, I don't. I don't have a positive opinion about anybody in the bullpen that strong, other than probably Carlos Hernandez and, and Scott Barlow, I guess. Um, everyone else is either work in progress or get what you can and move your timeline back because obviously, like this team is atrocious. That that's the one part of all of this that is frustrating. Still, is and I thought JJ's presser last night was way better than the comments he had made the, the days prior, but. This, this is the worst team in baseball who is trying to win. 29 teams are at least trying to win, and the Royals are the worst of that group by, like, 10 games. This There is no ambiguity here whatsoever. And, if look, you can trade for guys in their mid-20s who are closer to the major league level if your thought is we're going to get these dudes shaped up, they're going to play a year, they're going to look good, and then we're going to move them for other 24, 25-year-olds. Sure. You, you can do that and, and get a little better on the major league level while in the process but you've got to be willing to move pieces and, and today the next what two hours we should have all of the, the details through after that last little 15 minute buffer Yeah. and the next, the next two hours are going to tell us a lot about JJ
0: Piccolo I, I always laugh when we say be more transactional he is and then we still find ways to complain because it's kind of like okay he's doing what we said at the same time it's like yeah, but we didn't think you were going to do that. Like, well, we, yeah, but we, we, we didn't think that, that you trading a, who was, I think, the fourth and wins up a replacement on your team for <laughs> a uh, uh, right. a DFA guy. But yeah. again, you know, he is being more transactional. I will say this. But it's like saying throw the ball more and then Nathan Peterman throws five
1: picks. You're like, well, don't throw it like that. Like, or yeah, don't, man, or don't be Nathan Peterman Right? have yeah. someone else. I yeah. hope yeah.
0: you're not Nathan Peterman. Uh, Nathan Peterman might be the uh, the man in charge of the Royals organization right now. Concerning. Um, I want to bring up Paul Seawald from Seattle because he is a, I don't want to say a great comp for Scott Barlow, but a decent comp for Scott Barlow. uh, Both... Relatively soft tossing closers. I think in today's day and age, 93, 94 would constitute a softer throwing closer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul seawald has been better than Scott Barlow, I think, for the majority of his career, but Scott Barlow has been the closer for the majority of his career, while Sewald has been a setup man slash closer this year, while uh, Munez, uh, who was recovering from uh, his injury in the World Baseball Classic. So, The Mariners had reason to trade him because even though they're in a playoff hunt, Mm -hmm. the reliever market right now is very hot. Here's what they got in return. Uh, They got uh, Dominique Canzone, not Calzone. Unrelated. Uh, Yeah, very unrelated. Uh, Dominique Canzone, uh, which I thought should play for the Houston Astros. That's Um, pretty good. I like that joke better. Uh, Utility man Josh Rojas, who's a major leaguer, but he's been uh, actually a guy I would assume the Royals would love. Very Willie Bloomquist, Nicky Lopez type, doesn't hit home runs, bats about 220, but can play multiple positions. Very Royals. Uh, And then Ryan Bliss, great names. This is all name trade. Great name trade. Uh, Double A middle infielder, and I'm trying to look at uh, where they're... um The rank, the ranked. ranked. There? Okay, Thank I thought that you. might have been. The I was word, looking but I didn't for, wanna... uh, and my my mind blanked. Uh, I know they're both top thirty, but I'm drawing a, a blank of where it says they... in the Mariners organization, yes, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, so, Canzone, who turns twenty six next next month, uh, was destroying AAA pitching with a OPS over a thousand. Uh, Bliss is at Double A, uh, where he was OPSing. Well over 1,000 with 12 home runs and 47 RBIs while batting 358. Uh Again, that's what was brought back in return for a lighter throwing closer. Again, I think Seawalt's better than Barlow. But the point remains, the reliever market is very hot right now. Yeah. If the Royals don't trade Barlow, I will be beyond befuddled and frustrated. You just got a yeah. legit semi-prospect for Jose Quas. Yep. If that doesn't tell you the reliever market is hot right now, nothing will. I'm not gonna
1: panic if the roster looks exactly the same from the beginning of this show to the end of this show today. I will begin to panic at 5:15 because what the what the Royals ought to be doing right now, and there's been the words of, words like panic on Twitter, uh, or you know sweating teams out. The Royals ought to be sitting by all their phones and have all of their best offers lined up at 445 and then start closing the books and taking the deals that are there. Because I I understand that this isn't the way you always want to do things, but eventually your best offer is going to still be better than no offer. And and I know it's not, Yarborough is at the end of it. This is is a one-year deal, right? So Yarborough's gone at the end of this year. For Ryan Yarborough, you need to take the best offer no matter what it is, Period. Because otherwise, he's going to make a few more starts as a Royal for meaningless baseball for a terrible baseball team. Ryan Yarbrough doesn't need to be here anymore. He deserved a promotion. He's good to go. For Barlow and Carlos Hernandez and Brady Singer, who I would honestly kind of like to see get moved today, depending on, you know, all the factors. Those guys, you could—there is a world where you can say, hey, that offer's not good enough, and this isn't a zero-sum game for us. This isn't—we're either going to cash in these chips or lose them all here at the end of the night. You could make that argument for those guys and a few others, but I am way more worried about the Royals overvaluing their own guys and being more gun-shy, and that's Dayton Moore PTSD, not J.J. Piccolo. J.J. has actually been pretty transactional in this little pocket, like you said. But this is the time to prove that you are, the, you are the different part here and then the difference maker in how this organization is going to move. And I think getting what you can as opposed to saying, oh, we're going to go ahead and take Barlow and Hernandez and Singer and all these guys into an off season." Yeah. Well, then you're going to look around that off offseason going, none of these offers are good enough. Do you know my example for when this has happened before when you said, oh, man, I'd like to take the best offer on the table here, but we really think we can get a better offer later? I present to you Scott Barlow. Yes. Like, this is this is the part that is infuriating to me, and, and hopefully the market is just so hot for pitching right now that it won't matter, and the, the Royals will have three yeah. offers they can't refuse, and everyone's getting moved. But I am
0: not terribly optimistic. It comes down to they overvalue their players, as you mentioned, which I want to get into maybe a little bit more detail. They overvalue all their players. And sometimes I don't think they know what they have. Yeah. Like, Nicky Lopez, if you knew you had— So hadn't... they just misvalue their
1: own players sure. at that point. Because, Ugh.
0: because p- picture this, if you think that Nicky Lopez is just this, and he's fine, but he's not going to obviously make or break a team who's looking to rebuild, who's trying mm-hmm. to find who's a cornerstone. Nicky Lopez is a fine piece on Atlanta, and he's your ninth hitter yep. and can play multiple positions. He's your 24, 25, or your 26th player. Yep. That's fine. Makes Great. sense. But he can't be your everyday second baseman batting six. That's not going to work. So if the Royals knew they had Michael Garcia or Michael Massey in the minors, why wouldn't they have traded Nicky Lopez after his year he batted 300? Great question. The year that he's his value will never get higher. Right. That was the peak value for trading him if you were going to. And the rest of the league probably wasn't valuing him at that point as a cornerstone sure. guy. But you might say, all right,
1: there's his best season. Yeah. At sure. the very least, this is, this is a find the best offer and take because we think we're selling high. Yes. Even if we're not able to sell at 100% of that value. If we're selling at 90% of that value and then our next best option is going to be Trading him for a guy who got
0: DFA'd uh, later in his career. You've missed your window. My other point here. Don't be upset, and this is just my opinion, if Freddie Fermin was traded. I wouldn't Fre- be upset. Fre- Fre- Freddie Fermin is almost 28. I would anyone on this team got traded. Outside maybe, of Bobby Jr. Maybe. I, I, maybe I, outside,
1: I, of Bobby Jr. outside of Bobby Wood
0: Jr. After the last weekend, I'm sitting here going, I don't know many players in the majors who have a great weekend uh, you're looking up something. Are you trying to find some stat? Are no, you... no, no. I got something, but it's not that. Okay. Outside of that one game when Scooter Jeanette hit four, four bombs in one game, and everyone's like, how did Scooter Jeanette do this? Okay. The point is... My take... Okay, go ahead. your plot point. When it comes to, I don't think they know what they have... With Freddie Fermin, if they trade him, that would be a step in the other direction saying, I don't think his market's ever going to be better than him having an 850 OPS. I like Freddie Fermin. I like the the small sample size we have. Do you believe he's an 850 OPS guy? I sure don't. No. That's absurd. No. That's leading that's leading the Royals team by a wide margin. And the rest he's of the 28 that. Year, Well, he's 28 years old. My point is, if a team says, you know what? We know he's not this. But if he hits like this for the rest of the year, if this is who he is the rest of the year... Yep. You we can what? use that. We can use that. He's 28. He's not the future catch for our team. But if he's the catcher this year and see what he does next year, his value might not get higher. Yeah. If the Royals don't think he's the dude for four years catching. Trade that guy. His his market will not be higher.
1: I was just trying to pull. I don't know why it's not working on mobile. I was just trying to pull up the exact number of years of control for Bobby Wood Jr. Um, because it will make you sort of sad. Um, it only four. I think it is four. Um but I don't I just If I get my actual computer I'll be able to find it uh, or You pull it up Google Google Bobby Witt Jr. Uh, Bobby Witt spotrack Or spotrack. I say it every time Just for fun uh, But y- I, You can find what the exact year is We had a, we were talking about it earlier But but the reason that like He's barely on my list Of like I, And I, I am like Buying on Bobby Witt I said today on, on The Zone Like I really think That he has pretty much Established his floor As a very good baseball player And now it's about Hitting superstardom or not I really think that's Where we're at with Bobby Witt And Correct. I'm thrilled for that
0: uh, I. I have it as He hits arbitration In 2025 But you right. have How many years of arbitration It's three years Something like yeah, that Yeah it should so, be But earlier Spotjack Had like the whole thing Just like sitting there No mine doesn't have it What
1: is going on
0: Yeah mine's uh, What is happening 2023
1: pre-arbitration Is there a different number Over there yeah. I don't know Earlier today I had the full lineup. I'll I'll poke around Point being I don't know that he's going to be here when the Royals are a playoff contender well, again. Hey, in, the words, long... in the words of Shanahan, who knows if we're going to be here on Sunday. Exactly, and I kind of feel that way about the Royals. Who knows if any of us are going to be here on Sunday. Um, I sur- I'm not saying, like, they've got to trade Bobby Witt and move the timeline because, you know, he's still young and still has enough control that this would be a wild time for that to happen. But everybody else, I, I would rather, and I think, of course, they will be, Bobby Witt and Vinny Pasquantino be a part of this team next year. But when, when next year to me is... Basically, a dream and maybe a nightmare. It'll be better baseball, but not good baseball. This this is w- way bigger picture than that. And and I think the Royals maybe maybe underestimate the fact that their their fans understand this is a process. At least make us believe. Let it, let give us a, a chance, a reason to, as they say, trust the process. And right now, I don't know
0: that I don't know that they've been given that. The the only pushback I'll give is, I don't disagree to to an extent as far as to what point as far as are the royals going to be competitive in the window that Bobby Witt Jr is going to be here under contract at the same time you have to have something you have to have some reason some glimmer of hope if you trade Bobby Witt Jr for more prospects i get you might get some good prospects back for him i think you're, this is you're, much you're, more you're, likely a difficult conversation that we're having in well, 2 guess, years you, as yeah, opposed to right now sure he's he's 23 and it's like you you might be getting a 21 year old you're not getting a dude that much younger with that. No, that's much what I'm upside. saying. I, I think right now
1: that's 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 a super, incredibly. It's hard to imagine trade that they would make. But as we talked about today, if they went, if uh, the Reds called and said, "Hey, you can have Jonathan India, and we would like Brady Singer," I would uh, I would like that very much.
0: You want to build around Bobby, obviously. I would consider... What's very interesting is Jonathan India is a guy who I like, especially for fantasy baseball. He's been on my team for a long time. Great counting stat guy. You look at some of the underlying numbers of Jonathan India, you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Um, although I will say, Brady Singer... How do you feel watching Brady yeah, Singer? You're, you're, yeah. sitting, you're going, I, I, the shoe <laughs> looks like it has it already dropped. Yeah. Um, and then bounce back up again. Like, hey, this is fun. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. But I, I, I do think... And you brought up Brady Singer earlier... Why would you trade Brady Singer now? I'm not, I'm not disagreeing, but but oh, what, what what is your reasoning? Because for-
1: the 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 reports through the day have been that there are teams who are really interested in starting pitchers with years of control. That goes back to what JJ was talking about at some other point this week when he I think stumbled into the gray area thing and messed up that <laughs> comment. Um but when when you are in this place where these there are there are other teams who are truly in a gray area they can say okay yeah we'll we'll go ahead and trade for Brady Singer now and he can help us make a playoff push but if we don't get the payoff of this playoff push uh right away we're still going to be able to work around him for several more years he's got team control through arbitration through 2026 and and he has shown you a long stretch of excellence and then Smaller
0: stretches of excellence with little pockets of like, mm, I don't know I, about this I guy. I wouldn't say a long stretch of excellence. I would say half a season of excellence. Half a season is a long
1: time in baseball.
0: That's 16 stars.
1: It's a long time. To, how many other guys have we seen in Kansas City who've seen 16 excellent starts from
0: more oh, or less oh, in a oh, row? Oh, oh, hear me out. That's because we're, we've been watching baseball in Kansas City.
1: So do you think do you think it's more likely the Brady Singer gives you 32 consecutive excellent starts, or and then you want to trade him then, or are you willing to say hey this is hey everybody this is we've given
0: you a pretty good Brady Singer showcase? I don't I don't know if value going up on him. I I I think what you've seen uh, in 87 games. Is more what he is. He's a guy who he can get hot. He can he can th- go out there for a ten game stretch and be great. But that's fine. But that's not changing in the next half of this season, though, no, right? No, like no, trading no, but, him this but, off season is not going to make it any. I no. think this is probably the market. Yeah, he, he's a he's a four three seven ERA guy. If if I said would you take that, I'd say that that's a three four starter. Like that's fine. He he's sure. he's a for the Royals outstanding. Ace. Yeah. yeah, but but for the majority of of, of baseball, he's a fine starter he, he's a fine starter with good stuff who occasionally can have a great game who can also get shelled I know the majority of pitchers you can say that but he seems even more volatile than most that has also been an, an
1: entire career in the Royals pitching development yes so if I was another team I would be happy to invite Brady Singer on over and again because of the control like if you eventually you eventually tip over that that peak and you start realizing oh we, we missed the window to sell high and I am I am not, and that's why I've also said many times, like trade Carlos Hernandez today. Go yes. and figure it out. Because I, I like Carlos Hernandez when he was starting. I liked him every step along the way. I think him being a, a potential absolute menace out of the bullpen makes a ton of sense. And I don't need to watch him do it in a Royals uniform because he's not going to be in very many save situations. Yeah. This year, next year, it doesn't matter to me. And you can either say, all right, would you rather trade uh, Singer, Hernandez, whoever, Would you rather trade them a beat too early and go, oh, man, you know, if they would have been with us and could have strung it together a little more, we could have gotten a a, a little better prospect back? Or would you rather sit around and go, oh, yikes, we might have missed our window on this guy again? And the Royals have been so strongly in the second camp that I am fully ready to watch any of these guys go somewhere else, have more success, and I'm going to look at it two ways. One— Hey, at least they, hopefully, maxed out what they could get in that moment. And two, I have no reason to believe that progress is linear that way and that, yeah. their, that their next step was going to happen in Kansas City anyway. Um, this team stinks and needs to to set themselves up better for the long haul. Uh,
0: when it comes to Brady Farm Singer, sinks, uh, yeah, 29th in baseball going into this year. The only team worse was the Braves because the Braves no had top 100 prospects. everyone. Everyone up. Uh, last five games for Brady Singer, just to kind of show you the roller coaster that is uh, Brady Singer. Uh, I'll start with the farthest game away until uh, the game he pitched three days ago. Uh, seven innings, one run, four strikeouts against the Dodgers. It's great, good stuff. Against Cleveland, who's not very good. five innings, give him 13 hits, six earned run uh, and three strikeouts. That is that's horrendous. that is that is beyond brutal. Um, Tampa Bay Rays, good team. eight innings. Foreign runs. Fine. It's fine. Okay, fine. It's fine. Uh, against the Yankees, who actually surprisingly have one of the worst lineups in baseball right now. Uh, six innings, two runs, nine strikeouts. Really good. Love it. And then against Minnesota, only five innings. Boom. Mm-hmm. Two runs, fine. fine. Ten strikeouts, yay! Pitch count, it, yeah, it, got wild. It, It's just like, you look at this, and you're like, okay, there's been like two great starts, and two starts, and you look at like, okay, 19 strikeouts and 11 innings, that's outstanding. And then you look at other ones, you go, you got shelled against a brutal batting team in Cleveland. Like, he, he is just such a volatile player. Yes, correct. I just don't know what to make of him.
1: Yeah, exactly, let someone else do it. That's that's more or less my logic. It's like, no, you're right. It, it is up and down, and there have been incredible stretches and great, fabulous games, and then some sort of imploding ones. And none of those that you just rattled off have been implosions in the sense we got to, you know, our scale
0: watching Royals pitchers has a, the, the, the a one pretty against, long. The one against Cleveland, well, okay, sure, it's not. Uh, uh, not a Jackson Coar outing. Uh, no, it's not Coar, that dude against the Yankees, Vin M- Mazario, Mazzaro. Remember that guy a while no. ago? Uh, but I again, uh, 13 hits and six runs uh, in five innings against Cleveland, I would, I would count as a disaster. That's that's uh, that's real bad.
1: It's it's a you're, he got hit all day. I don't even know at that point. Like it, we'll have to go look at like his command. But point being, if, if you are 29 other baseball teams, you ought to be looking at Brady Singer and going, man, these traits are like all there. We've seen him have success at a major league level that again, when you're uh, talking about how difficult it is to even clear that threshold. If you don't remember, look at any other pitcher the Royals have drafted and tried to develop. Getting to this spot is difficult, but Brady Singer will not start a playoff game for the Royals. That will never happen. Let let him bring you something that you can rebuild your foundation with because every other team ought to be able to say, yeah, I think with, with us, I think we can really get the best out of Brady Singer. Or if it's four out of five starts, go somewhere between solid and stupendous and you have one that you go alright well that was a that was a rough one you can live with that if you're a team with a competent offense like I, I
0: just think this one lines up pretty easy to me the only issue I would say is where do the Royals go from there? they can't develop they can't yep. draft and they can't afford to bring in big name free agents mm-hmm. um, I'm with you but Brady Singer is the best they've had over the past three years consistently yeah which is why they should trade That's him while very he's set. still I, up there I get that where i don't even know where they go from here like like, like my, my, my point is 32 and 75 and it doesn't feel like they've even hit the cellar it feels like they're still Correct. it feels like there is still room down there for them to go i would make all of the moves that i am,
1: am throwing out there right now if you told me with 100 percent certainty the rose would not win another game in 2023 i don't care um and at this point, I understand you wanna have people in the stadium. You don't wanna have the worst team that has ever walked planet Earth, but nothing they do. Chiefs training camp has started. Most Royals <laughs> fans have moved on. Baseball season ended when they got to St. Joe. Yeah. At this point, it is about your individual performances from guys you do think are gonna stick around. And again, I, I'm I don't wanna I don't wanna watch and or not watch pure unfiltered filth every day. But this is, this is why every offseason you, you sign your Ryan Yarboroughs, and frankly, like if it's a Jordan Lyles type, where you think, and Lyles, we'll see. But where you are, right, we're going to just give you this money, we're going to let you pitch for half the season, and we're going to see what we can get from you. Obviously, Lyles was two years um, on his deal. But those types of, of spot fillers are what you got to have, uh, and keep rolling Zach Granke out there, uh, and... Uh, and, and suffer through the rest of the season and then try to retool to have something that resembles a major league rotation next year. I, I really don't care if it's a meltdown on the mound every night um, from the starters. It might be a bad culture move, might be a, a bad attendance move, but uh, I the worst culture, worst attendance move you can make is to not maximize on your, your actual window, wherever that is. And right now I can't even see the Royals window.
0: Yeah. Uh, it is bleak. It's very bleak. This sucks, dude. Yeah, sorry about it. Sorry about such a... I mean, uh, this is such a downer. This is negative just... Negative uh, energy. I didn't want to talk about baseball with you at all. Uh, do you want to talk football? No. What do you want to talk? Rescued a dog yesterday. Wait, actually? hmm I want to hear about Briscoe rescuing a dog after the break. The home homestretch. <laughs> ESPN Kansas City. this show is way more fun when we aren't talking about the royals and so we talked possums and had a blast and then then had a huge downer talking about the dumpster fire that is a royals really sad but it sounds like you may have saved another animal from a dumpster Uh, what did you do? So yesterday
1: I was I was uh driving home a slightly different way cuz I had to go pick up some drinks all oh. of that no I was picking I was picking up drugs Sterling So
0: you were on drugs and that's why you're driving home a slightly different way I wasn't behaving a different way I was oh. driving
1: I took a different path back oh. because I didn't just go straight you home You were driving on the path not the So Street. I was, so I I was driving back home to be clear, completely sober and a different route than usual. But I was sort of going through my neighborhood on the road with my Justin tires Justin Ross firmly.
0: brings a different route tree to this uh, Chiefs team.
1: So I was taking my Justin Ross route tree back home. <laughs> so I was going. I was going 900 miles an hour. Um, no, I was driving a normal speed through the, through our neighborhood, but a slightly different path. So I uh, I get up a certain distance and i see a guy kind of like over off on the yard side with maybe a couple blocks from the house still from, from my house um with a stick like maybe like a broomstick looking kind of thing like mm. he's trying to shoo a dog not like shoo it away but keep it from running into the road so i see this dog and it looks like uh it's a small sort of yorky ish coloring and uh i we had york my family had yorkies i got yeah. a soft spot for those little those little yappers yeah the so, little, those little ankle biters. Those little ankle biters. So, I see this dog and I go, Well, okay, here's the thing. I roll down my window and say, Is that your dog? And he says, No, that's not my dog. I'm like, All right. So, I go to, I was like, stop in the street to ask him that. And you then, asked the dog for
0: some candy well, and hopped in your car. No, and-
1: I, so then I park, I, I, I turn the corner and park and start walking back because I'm thinking, All right. Renee works. She uh, volunteers at Casey Pet Project sometimes. She works for it with a theater that works with old dogs and they, they take care of them all. We frequently our house will have a stray dog that gets a bath and we check for a collar or whatever. Right, this is not our first rodeo, but it's the first time I've done this by myself. Usually Renee is the dog rescuer, so I uh, I get out of the car and start walk, walking over, and the dog is over on kind of by the side of the road. And, you know, a car drives by carefully, kind of takes a wide berth or whatever. And then this dog, shortly thereafter, runs straight into the middle of the road. And there is a car, full speed, straight on. I promise I will not exaggerate the distance on this. Cars come in full speed, probably, you know, 35, 40 miles an hour or whatever. Little Yorkie in the middle of the road. And uh, so I start running. I'm running and waving my arms, running going, hey, hey, hey. The other guy is yelling at this car. It slows down and stops abruptly a foot from this dog A foot And the dog was I, Like my thought In real time was Well Maybe it will go Straight over the dog And uh, The tires won't hit it Like that I was having that thought yeah. In the moment Because it was Smack dab in the middle And it was looking rough And I was not prepared To have that be The rest of my day The, dog, the car stops I run up I grab this dog Caked and poop poop all over its back how rough sitch well because it's a, it's a stray dog it's got its fur is matted and all of that dude
0: i get it's a stray dog it, it didn't poop on himself well no but it probably rolled in some other it's a
1: bigger dog's poop that was on its oh, back okay. and it smelled like it had been out for a long time Aww. so i scoop it up and i it is definitely some sort of little Yorkie mix whatever i get it into my passenger seat on the floor and drive home and i call her and i said hey can you come meet me outside i have a surprise for you but it's a, <laughs> it's a special one and so she I comes got out. I got you a dog. <laughs>
0: I got
1: I, I got you this very, very stinky dog. So we get the dog in, and she bathes it and starts cutting out all the mats and everything. I do an episode of Time Zars. <laughs> well, she is doing this. Oh, so you I'm are very, the very, worst. Fast. No, this is like what she, she – She lives her for Her life this. is yeah. this. Yes, absolutely. She lives for this. So I come back out, and the dog smells mostly better, got the poop and the mats out and everything. And it, he did have a collar. But he was in pretty rough shape. And it was like, man, if, if we couldn't find like anyone having looked for him or anything like that. And we're kind of looking like he had some like just he needed a trip to the vet. He needed to uh, grooming. And uh, he just it, he seemed like a dog who'd been out for a very long time. So we're going through the whole process of like, so what do we what do we do here? She calls Casey Pet Project. He's not neutered, which is usually a pretty good sign of like maybe, has, you know, have they been breeding a lot, which can occasionally be. Neglect. In In un- unlicensed yeah. places And could that be neglectful and all of that My family had Yorkies that were not spayed Because it was a very careful sort of thing so like I'm you know I'm not vilifying anybody at all But it was These were all the things we we're going through So we eventually Call the number And it's the It's a real We ended up The, the story has a great resolution Which is that we ended up getting a hold of the family Someone else was dog sitting Little Smokey His name is Smokey by the way The little dog uh, and he did not become a smoky pancake, and that's really what I've been writing <laughs> off of vibes wise for the last 24 hours or so. Um, and uh, we get a hold of the family. There was no neglect. He wasn't a little breeder dog, but he probably escaped amidst a horrible thunderstorm. Was small and jittery, and therefore soaked and, and stuck in mud and all of that. He already had longer hair, so we ended up figuring out he had a. He looked like he had been out on the lamb for a week at least. And in reality, he probably just had the worst day of his life. <laughs> um, and so he got a hold of the family and and got him back to the the person who was dog sitting. And then they'll get it back to the you. Know that town, dog so. sitter
0: was bleeping themselves. Are yeah. you sure that he didn't bleep himself outside the dog rolled in it, being like, "I lost the dog. I lost someone else's dog. I, I had all. I had all of these. I went
1: through all of these emotions of then realizing." Oh man, this family, older family that has grandkids around. We could hear him like yelling in the background when we called him. It was all very, very, very sweet. Um, so little story in the great and little Smokey, little Smokey made it home, uh, or at least back to his previous home. And I, am I'm, I'm pretty. Sure, he's a wily little guy, yeah. so I, I understand how he could have, you know, found a little hole in a fence or something, and then You're he just a took hero. off running. I, thank you. That is why I told the story, is I just need that affirmation. Dylan, pat myself is, on the back. This, this is a man. Period. End of story. End of sentence. This is a man. Yeah, you can
0: finish it. Go ahead say more nice things about me. Who put himself above a car. In front of a car, more accurately. This is a man <laughs> who dropped a... Stanky dog yeah. for his wife to take care of. Why he created a podcast? It's and incredible that's, content. That the most podcast pa- podcast man of all time. Yeah, no, that's true. That is the most podcast thing. Is hey, hey, babe. Yeah, I found a stray dog that's covered in bleep. Yeah, you take care of it. I'm gonna go make a podcast. Yeah. It was a team effort. I went out and got like our little dog cage
1: from the shed. No possums out there, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, you know, we gave him a little I you wanna see you wanna see some pictures of this little dog? The the before pictures do not do the uh messiness quite justice. Um because Renee took a couple pictures as he was like, you know, in the bathtub. But you can uh you can see this little look at this little mongrel. Oh wow! See yeah. back here, this is this yeah. is poop. this is poopy. Yeah, that's gross. That's, uh, uh, but that's nasty. But ultimately, look did, at him did he, taking. Did a he little, have a sweater? He, this is a little set of uh, pajamas because we were trying to keep him from. He had some some cuts it, and issues. Yeah, so some, so we were trying to Renee was trying to keep help him help yeah, himself. Yeah, help um, me help you. But look at look at that! Like he took a little nap on our on this little pillow we put in yeah, the a, cage a cute guy. Put down cute some guy. little pee pads and stuff. So real real cute fella. Yeah, made it back home. And that's been the best uh, vibe edition of my day, the thing that has kept me going through Royals Trade Talk.
0: Again, we're not talking Royals because it sucks, so we're talking about hero stories. We did like 20,
1: th- sorry yep, I'm um, sorry, yep, go ahead, say that so, again.
0: So, uh— Heroes. I also was a hero one time. Remember oh, we had yes. a huge uh, snowstorm? Yes. Uh, this past winter. Okay. A ton of snow. I mean, it was just—and it was like negative three—that freezing day. And it, it, was, it was crazy cold. So me, Nat, and our dog, Bailey, were just cuddled up on the couch— I get the windows open because it's nice? You can see outside. There's no squirrels in the wintertime, so my dog's not <laughs> going crazy. Huh? And all of a sudden, my dog starts barking. And I'm like, well, there ain't no squirrels out there. No. Not, not when it's negative something. No. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. There was a dog. Oh. A big old dog. Big it was, dog. It was a big uh, golden doodle. Mm. And it's a puppy, but it was big because those puppies can still be like, I don't know, 50 pounds? Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's, there's, there's some... Big boys, Those thick, th- thick that, that, That's an offensive lineman. That that was Absolutely. that was Creed Humphrey. I just picked up. Great athletes. Yeah, yeah great Doodles. athlete too. Yeah, yeah. It, it's the Creed Humphrey of yeah. of, of uh, dogs. Yeah. Um, Blue Healers, like Willie Gay,
1: like just energy, energy, yeah, energy. We should do this. We should, we should, should, do, should this do this, this bit. Again. I like this bit a lot. Uh, if you don't have this or that, we're going to do- Jack, uh, Jack
0: Russell Terrier is totally Tyreek Hill, though. Absolutely yeah, what I was, was going to say. Was, you said Jack Russell Terrier, and yeah. I was like, Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill. Tyreke Hill. Yeah, yeah, Hill. Yeah, yep. The strongest small man you've ever seen in your entire- I had a Jack Russell Terrier. That was Tyreek Hill, and never ran out of energy. Energy for days. Also, uh, always barking. Always barking. Always perpetually. Um, But so I had to run outside in my robe. It needed to be woofed. Uh, <laughs> You're out in the snow in your robe. <laughs> I have my robe- I got in the snow. I'm wearing Timberlands, a robe, <laughs> and I have a 50 pound dog in my hands, and I'm freezing because it was like one of those like it was like negative three degrees. I'm wearing nothing underneath that bad boy. Uh, I carry this dog across the street first and foremost, slipping and sliding. And why, wait, why did you cross the street? I thought it was this these people's dog from straight across the street. Yeah, oh, and okay. I knock on their door, and and, and they start coming. And they see a man in Timberlands, <laughs> a robe, in <laughs> a, a, a golden doodle, and his arms freezing saying, I got your dog. And they're like, that's not our dog. <laughs> and so we eventually found out. They had a collar on eventually. They, okay. We called, and it was down the street. And they eventually came and picked it up. But I just was um, probably a hero Absolutely and also a hero. maybe it put on the Predators list for going to someone's house in a robe in Timberlands in three degree weather. I was so cold. Yeah, I bet. I bet you were freezing. But I bet I you saved that dog. I
1: bet you looked like uh if if Jack Nicholson in The
0: Shining was <laughs> a good Samaritan. Because that dog didn't even run from me. It was a puppy. It, yeah. was, it was like, no, I'm freezing. It's cold as I'm hell I'm cold. Out you're here. a person. Help. Yeah. You got was, thumbs. Open a door. Yeah, you have opposable thumbs. You yeah. can make this happen yeah you gotta you just
1: gotta be ready to i think to to take in a dog at least on the temporary basis and a lot of people i think maybe they maybe they worry that you know you bring this dog in what if you what if there is no collar are you now like responsible for this dog he's gonna set it free that's where like casey pet project they do that exact kind of thing if you have a dog you can't find any you know no collar no id maybe doesn't have a microchip whatever i don't really understand how those works but apparently they do renee understands how that works i don't but uh, if you if you uh, can't find the owner or whatever, you can take the case of pet project and say, hey, I found this dog and I don't I can't I don't keep it or anything. So here you go. And you've you've kept this dog off the streets and uh, hopefully on its way to finding a new home or ideally finding its original home. Mm. We're heroes, Sterling. We 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 are. Dylan, you ever rescue a dog's life? A few cats with my family here and there. That's about it. Not a dog yet.
0: We haven't mm. come across a stray. He's not a hero. He's not no. quite like us. Not quite a hero, uh, unfortunately. Uh, I'm spe- sorry. Speaking of dogs, when does Chris Jones? Ever put- <laughs> 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 uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll finish the show with a smattering of Chiefs talk. Home stretch here. ESPN Kansas City. This or that is four hours between picks reasonable in fantasy football dynasty league. If it's people you've been doing it with for a really long time and that's like the norm, then maybe it would be a crazy way to start, though. This is starting, and I said if I can fly to L.A., get off the plane, get my luggage, and still have, oh, wait, I have time to draft my guy. I mean, you're like you a, know an what? email that draft, sucks. right? I mean, that's the idea. It's like an email draft. Chain or whatever. Yeah, it, it, it's just it's it's brutal. We're doing a dynasty league. I love it because I'm excited for dynasty league. First time ever doing a dynasty league. I th- I've also never done a true dynasty league, and I think it'd be great. It's awesome. It's 12 person, so it's going to take even longer. Uh, <laughs> someone took the entire four hours today just to draft Terry McLaurin, uh, and that was a real depressing start to my morning. What happens overnight? Do you suspend it or suspended from uh, 11 p.m. until 8 a.m. All right. You know how it long I was up really last night? The the person before me, I was the next in line. I'm like, Am I gonna be up? Am I gonna right, be yeah. up? Do I need to text I'm this waiting, dude? I'm waiting at 11 o'clock, drafts done, and I then have to draft this morning at eight A. M., which is fine. But it is horribly inefficient. Oh I'm like, make a thirty if you can't figure out a thirty minute time slot to press this one button. You
1: know what I'd suggest? I suggest you download the underdog fantasy app and use promo code BRISCO, B R I S C O match your first deposit up to hundred dollars. You can do fast drafts, slow drafts, best ball. So you don't have to set your lineups. Okay. Twitter. You
0: had something on Twitter you wanted to tell me. Yeah. Uh, Sam is it McDowell. Not a promo code. Well, no, I just I'm I just was throwing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, hustle. It is fun. Like the hustle. best
1: ball drafts are really fun. Yeah. That's I, I would not say it if I didn't also really enjoy it. I had a really True. good time doing it. Uh, Sam McDowell tweets: It's about seventy minutes shy of the deadline, and Scott Barlow is in the Kauffman Stadium outfield playing a little soccer. They'd probably get more value if they tried to trade him to a baseball team. But,
0: hey, good good on Barlow. Anything to raise his value. I legitimately have a headache right now. <laughs> Not even kidding. <laughs> that is one of the most <sighs> depressing. And maybe because they don't want him throwing, but
1: God.
0: Yeah, that's true. It might just be like, hey, go uh, get your cardio up and keep your heart rate up. They, get, they have a heart rate monitor on them like you have in middle school. Well, I guess you wouldn't know because you were homeschooled, but you know when you'd wear the... Uh, The pacer test you do and you had to wear that very uncomfortable thing around your chest like get it tighter you don't want it falling off and you're just like I I can't breathe how the hell am I supposed to run if I can't breathe the guy that's going with Scott Barlow right now in the outfield that was not fun no I'm sorry it's just true it's just a real tweet I thought we'd moved on from talking about the dysfunction dysfunction is too nice for the, uh, the Royals organization yeah we're talking about a soccer player here Chris Jones,
1: when's he gonna sign? Playing soccer right now somewhere I don't <laughs> with know where. Scott
0: Barlow. Yeah, uh,
1: I think it gets done, but I'm a little surprised. I I kind of thought it'd be done by August one. And let me check. That's today.
0: Yeah, it's no longer. Well, it's July first
1: preseason game. I think it's. Oh, I was like, no, it's not. It's definitely August. Yeah, but, August, but, yeah, but it say, is no it, longer. You, you can't. A, you can't say that. Well, now it's like. Well, it's August. I figured that. I just I just needed a minute. Okay, it's August. Uh, I think. First, uh, first preseason game, I start getting like
0: kind of panicky, but I'm like approaching. I'm uncomfortable about it now. Yeah, it's it's it's, when it's, it's, when it's, it's like 87 degrees outside, and you're you're wearing a short sleeve shirt, but you're yeah. like it's a gray shirt. You're gonna see pit sweat for sure, and that's kind of where I'm at. Where it's like I'm not uncomfortable. Like it's I'm not like too hot outside. It's still a short sleeve shirt, right? But it's gray, and I know that sweat's gonna come sooner or later. Once again, the gray area comes back to bite Kansas City sports teams. Are you bought into Justin Ross hype? Oh, yeah. He's making the team, baby. Choo-choo. Making the team and doing what? Uh, he'll be on the 53-man roster. No, no, no. I, I, I'm making the team and going for how many yards, doing what this year. Is he a major I, I think cog? He's,
1: I think they're using him on special teams a little bit in camp, which will increase his value. Wide receiver, like, four or five right now. Five or six. Briscoes was fun. Dylan, this was fun. This wasn't we fun. We are out.
0: Save a dog today.